right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith, here once again with my buddies Chuck and John. Hey now. I can feel the energy in this room, boys. Oh, the energies. Well, there is energy. There's an extra body mm-hmm. in the room. My son is playing in the corner. Of the baby dungeon. Being very good. He perked up when he heard the opening because he does recognize right. the opening. Sometimes he says it to himself while just muttering in his room uh, when he's laying in bed asleep at night having a nightmare. He just starts <laughs> mimicking the podcast. When he hears it, he says, Cuck and John, Cuck and John. Mm, that's my name. Cuck and John are here. It's not your name. Well, okay. Good seeing you guys. We're a day late. Sorry. Dollar short. Sorry to all our listeners. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. You know, you could be your- We gave them content. You're good. We this content is pretty much free. Almost. There's only like 60 of you who are paying for it. Right. So we, God we, we, we feel. You 60. Yeah, we feel bad for those 60 of you. We're yeah. gapping it at 69. Mm-hmm. Beats no, down. yeah. That's it. <laughs> Or maybe we should just sell off patron number 69. Ooh. Make you a shirt, a hat. Oh, give me the 69th. Three-piece suit. Ooh, I'm with it. We should do it. So anyway, we will podcast, and hopefully my son will cooperate. Yeah. The he secret is, is to never make eye contact with your son. That's John's problem. And he that will is not, actually, he will not uh, address you. Yeah. It's wonderful. John and I have completely opposite uh, you know, methods to dealing with children. You forgot, I, you forgot to wrap it up, so now you have a child. I do, uh, and I'm very fertile. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I get. I it's fun. I come. We come in together. You know, Keith's kids here. He's playing with a balloon. I'm playing with the kid. I'm showing him what static electricity does. Rub the balloon on his head and then put it on the cat. I'm showing him what, cat. I'm showing him what alcohol does. And then John just poured, you know, a liquor drink. Yeah, I'm very careful not to call liquor drink like dada juice. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I hate that term. Yeah, I hear when when other kids say it, like pointing to beer, like daddy juice. Yes. I'm like, that's yeah, just say poison. That's a thing. That's not. Oh yeah, that's a thing. Like, that's not. Yeah. That's not. That's not part of our lives. Juice for dad. No, I'm trying to say that's a drink. Call, son, you can call it a drink. It's a drink. And right. I don't want him to get caught, you know, around relatives who don't drink. Right. And my, him to point at something. My say, dad. Dada called, dada my juice. dad called his stuff. Jazz cigarettes. Mm. <laughs> these are my <laughs> these are my jazz cigarettes. <laughs> That's incredible. Went, right. Oh, okay. Uh, breakfast, gentlemen. Did we have breakfast? No, I went to uh, the Sweet Sixteenth Bakery in East Nashville, Tennessee. It was the home of the wonderful egg, uh, cheddar egg scone. Oh, it's incredible. The sandwiches, just insane. Have you ever had that, John? No, but you know what, guys? I know you hate your uh, NBA content this early in the show. But I can't stop myself. Uh-oh. Chuck said the magic number this week. 16. 16. And it makes me think of a song. So we've been obsessed with rookies a lot this year. We've had multiple rookie Game of Scones. Oh, Game of Scones. Man. But since we like to zig when others zag, and we are contrarian by nature, I'm afraid. Let's get with the old folks, guys. Ooh, okay. Um, There have been 16 players. These are the 16 oldest players to achieve triple-doubles. Oh, okay. And they have combined to do do them 29 times. Sweet. So, what I'm going to do is give you an opportunity to name these players. And, if you'd like, you can go for and one Mm. and get an additional point by guessing if they were younger or older than the one, the only, he's packed so little life into his 38 years, I believe, Keith? Oh, yeah. February 9th? 6th. February 6th. If they're older or younger than Keith is right now. Sweet. That's pretty good. All right, guys. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Go for it. There's 16 of them. Let's go Zach Randolph. Chuck, I'm afraid that's wrong. It's about to say. First one to nine wins, by the way, guys. Nine uh, I would guess Michael Jordan. Also not right. No. So no strikes. No strikes. You guys are um, going to get these. Let's get... This might be the entire show. Let's get Kobe Bryant. Oh, yes. Would you like to go for M1? He was younger than Keith. Absolutely. He Kobe was. Bryant did it twice. The oldest time, he was at 36 years, 129 days. I was going to say, he would have to do it younger than I am right now because we are the same, same age. age. Right? <laughs> Kobe and I are currently the same age. All right. Three for the Chuckster. Keith? W- one for Chuck. All right. Jason Kidd. So many times. Right. 
Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight times. Now, was he younger or older than you at his eldest triple-double? At his eldest triple-double, because f- he is a few years older than me. Mm-hmm. I'll say he was older than me at his eldest one. Wrong. Ah. The oldest one took place at 37 years, 340 no, anyway, days. So wait, so wait, is the scoring, is it two to two? No, I, three it, to two. Three to two. Chuck got Chuck his got and one. Chuck got his and one. All right, I just want to three know. Three to two. Three to two, Chuck. Chuck, let's hear it. Um, John Stockton? My brother can't rebound. Go for it, Keith. Uh, Larry Bird? Correct. Uh, I assume he only played to like tw- the age of 29 <laughs> because of poor health. So I will go younger. Correct. That's three <laughs> points for Keith. How old was he? 35 years, 245 days. All right. Um, it's five to three, Keith. Let's go. Matt Barnes. Oh, that's the hardest one and the best one. <laughs> Sorry, I got very excited. And these headphones do not work. Uh, John broke the recording system <laughs> by, sc- by screaming. That's correct. Matt Older Barnes. or younger? Younger. That's correct. Three points for Chuck. Ooh. 36 years, two days. We, on the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the same year Zach Randolph I, I got his. That, that's, a, that's incredible. That was part of the... Uh, that's, that's the hardest one. That was, a, it's all cake from here, Part boys. of the Furies. Wow. Um, I, guess I'll, I guess I'll go with Magic Johnson. That's correct. Only one time, though, so good catch. Uh, Older or younger? I've also... Younger. Correct. Right. E- easy, easily done. Okay. I'm at the precipice with eight. Chuck has six. Correct. Uh, Chuck can, If Chuck hits it from downtown. Chuck from way downtown can win the game. Can win the game. I'm shooting this free throw with my eyes closed. LeBron James. Chuck what? No. No? No. He's 33. He didn't get no. a triple-double this year? At 33 ain't getting you near this list. Okay, cool. The youngest guy here would be... Jason Kidd's earliest one, which was at 35. All right. All right. Let's, you can finish him. Um, finish him. I'm going to do a Charles Barkley. Incorrect. Yeah. Chuck, you got another, ch- another chance at this. You're in the corner. You've got the ball. Let's go Scotty Pippen. Incorrect, Chuck. Back to you, Keith. I feel like I'm doing like we're... Uh, Clyde the Glide Drexler? Boy, you guys are getting weird. I like it, but that's also wrong. Chuck, the, no one wants to win. Nobody wants Can to you win. do this? Let's do... What about... Carl Malone? Absolutely. Sweet. Oh. But you need... I need the end one. You need the end one to make Was it he happen. younger or older than Keith? At his l- eldest. Yes, he's done it two times. I mean, he played till he was 40. His eldest one. Right. Older. Incredible. Chuck wins. Oh, what a caveat. (laughs) That triple-double is the only triple-double scored at an age older than Keith's. That's incredible. 40 years, 127 days. I did it. Amazing, Chuck. That's amazing. Every other, all other, all other 29 triple-doubles. Younger Younger than Keith. Who are are the remaining names on the list, John? Tim Duncan's done it once. Uh, Yeah. Uh, you got Kobe Bryant, who's done it twice. Carmelone did it twice. Jason Kidd did it a million times. Paul Pierce did it thrice. Oof. Larry Bird once. Pal Gasol twice. Oh, Magic wow. Johnson once. Dikembe Mutombo. What? Once. Vladi smoking Divac. No way. Gary the Glove Payton. Charles mm. Oakley. Elvin Hayes. Mark Jackson twice. The Reverend. Charles Oakley got 10 assists in a game? Artist Gilm. Or, pr- or steals? Blocks? Maybe blocks. What are we talking about? Technicals? <laughs> I don't know. Fights? Uh, Artist Gilmore, and then my favorite one, Matt Barnes. Sweet. That was incredible. That was an early, that was a game of scones before my breakfast. Mm. Apologies, boys. I had Loveless Cafe for breakfast. Oh. It was a delight. I was very hungover. It helped my hangover. Then it made my hangover worse. So I decided to go to the gym, which I thought would help my hangover. Also made my hangover worse. That's pretty incredible. You you had breakfast very far from your home. It was a meeting. Ah, John has meetings. That makes sense. They are fruitless. Yeah, they're not AA meetings. They're, they're like my uh, they're like my breakfast. Very fruitless. <laughs> yeah, uh, meetings are just an excuse to eat. Correct, of course. I assume. Speaking of fruit, my uh, girlfriend has started putting fruit in uh, like sliced fruit for me to have for breakfast, and I've grown so distasteful of this and this practice that I now uh, hide the fruit. No, nope. <laughs> don't you have a garbage disposal? Oh man. Well, there's the, there's the, wow. In all the, anim, in all <laughs> the, thank you. 
Thank you. Because I have to hide it. Because you don't want to throw hide it out. And then, because I don't want to go outside in the cold, so I have mm. to hide it somewhere and then throw it away. Right. Well, I was going to say, with all the animals you own, can none of them eat fruit? They're all fruit, does fruit strict kill diet. all I think animals? Fruit kills animals. Fruit kills animals. Yeah. You're not supposed to eat fruit or onions. They're on very it's strict diets. My my breakfast was, I went to my son's Thanksgiving program mm. at the preschool he goes to. Uh, afterwards, they had a buffet of Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A nuggets. Mm. Delicious. And rolls. It was good times. On, a, on my son's preschool classroom, they have a little thing where it says, like, what are you thankful for? And every kid, it's like, what are you thankful for? And one kid's like, I'm thankful for my jacket. And other ones are like, I'm thankful for mommy. I'm thankful for mom and dad. I'm thankful for Thanksgiving. Abe, he was thankful for donuts. That's my boy. That's genetics. <laughs> That's just good breeding. It is. It's, it's, it's that leftover birthday donut. He's still on, still on his brain. Birthday donut. Like, what are you thinking for? Donut. So, yeah, I had sweet, sure. sweet Chick-fil-A. All right. After our breakfast, we move to our breakfast in bed apologies. This is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode. Does anyone have anything they need to apologize for? Well... Last week, John wasn't here, and I just want to apologize to our fans for having to put you through Keith's long tire patching story. <laughs> Tiregate. Uh, Tiregate was a thing on our Slack chat, uh, Patreon-only Slack chat. We had to pick sides, and I, I'm apologizing for not speaking up on behalf of this poor worker who Keith obviously assaulted with his words, came in hot from his... Uh, Battery changing session the night before. I was, I was, I was still, still a little hot and bothered. Feeling very manly. Just feeling his testosterone it was pumping. Coursing. It was coursing. And that poor, the poor guy just didn't want to give out of, uh, you know, <laughs> he didn't want to give out something for free for something. Else. He did. They did something and forgot something else. And he wants something else for free. I just don't get it. I refuse to comment on the entire situation. John knows it would put a rift through this podcast. It may end it. This is like no politics or religion. I got at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I got got a lot of social media feedback about it. Uh, <laughs> almost, almost all positive. Well, you got the people, the oh, people, you mean the Twitterati hive mind agreed with you again? <laughs> the, 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 the people who disagreed were mainly in the sl- in the Slack chat. Well, mostly this is why I apologize because uh, that week, while Keith thought his uh, story was so incredible, it was my birthday, and I went with a bunch of people, got drunk, and threw axes at things, and we didn't tell that story. Uh, uh, pre-show notes, I said, John, make. Sh- I mean, so I said, Chuck. Make sure you talk about your birthday where you threw axes. Make sure you talk about meeting the listeners from Scotland. Have you, it was have Ireland, you, have you learned nothing from hanging out with Chuck? Shout out he Cam. He is the foremost joke artist. No, no, I'm a He's the Carmelona podcast. Oh, man, it was like my, you know, it was my chance to, like, step up and, like, you know, show my... Because somebody... Well, came, we were speaking about our Irish our Irish listener who came to Nashville, which is kind of cool story. I met him at, at Rosemary, which is a bar John and I work at. And he's there. I just meet an Irish guy who happens to be the same town as my parents are from. My oh, parents cool. are both Irish. And it was a cool experience. You know, half hour in, he tells me he's a fan of the podcast, and he's at the bar because of us. And it blew my mind. So shout out Cam and his buddy who'd been, you know, doing their holiday, traveling through America, killing it. That was a name I'd never heard before. Cam? It wasn't Cam. No, it was incredible, because his name's Cam, but he says it in an Irish accent. Right? Oh, really? So says, hey, how you doing? My name's Cam. Ah. Right? It was Cam. <laughs> Cam. So everybody was like, hey, Cam. And it was like, no, it's Cam, dude. You just say it like a white person. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, your name's Cam? No, it's not it's not that. You sure? Yeah. You messing with me? You messing well, with me right now? So tell me about tell me about the axes. So I, we I could not come to your axe throwing birthday party. I invited Keith. Well, well so so Chuck texts and says, Hey, it's my birthday, I'm having a party, we're gonna throw these axes. Uh-huh. And I didn't know if that was some slang. Mm-hmm. These weren't hatchets, man. These well, so, so I, I just thought that was slang because no. a lot of times you're making references you're I don't right. get. Yeah, yeah. Alexis right. Morgan on Twitter was quoting some rapper, and I responded, and I, it turns out it was a rapper. I was very embarrassed. Okay, but uh, so but I, so then I see. The, hey, don't be embarrassed, man. Jay Bealis quotes Jay Z every day. It's amazing. Oh, or it's like uh, what? Or oh crap, who's Peter Vesey? Oh, don't. oh, I know not that quote. Don't do that one, man. No. <laughs> but anyway, so then I see the pictures of Chuck actually literally throwing axes. I'm like, oh, yeah. you're, you're throwing axes isn't isn't right. a isn't slang like I didn't know. Colloquialism for yeah, Chuck yeah. taking. It, it, it meant something. Right. That was good. I just thought it meant maybe we're gonna party. Maybe we're gonna fight. So it was my birthday. I got about 15 of my my most bearded and tattooed friends in John and me. 
to show up. We, we need to stop hanging out. <laughs> it is it is funny when you see the photos of of your parties, mm-hmm. and you can just be like, "Hey, which one's John?" A <laughs> hundred out of a hundred people could pick. It's like, who's yeah. that guy? It's the like, guy. He doesn't. Yeah, it's the guy in the lounge lizard outfit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. everyone everyone else is wearing black. Yeah, yeah, black or flannel. Um, but yeah, we went to this place. It's called Battle Backyard Axe Throwing League. League. It is a, a an establishment in East Nashville, Tennessee. We threw our axes there. It was a fun little round robin tournament where I came in second out of fifteen. What Chuck doesn't know is we conspired desperately to rig the tournament so we would win, and he f- failed. I still lost. Nobody rigged anything. Oh yeah, you're out of your mind. Oh yeah, <laughs> people were coming for me, and I and I chopped them down. <laughs> <laughs> Did it? It's not that surprising we didn't follow up on your axe story. Mm-hmm. I mean, I also like. I had babies twice during yeah. the like the span of the podcast, and we podcasted within like a couple of days. That's true. No questions were brought up. We didn't ask about no, your kids. Uh, no, 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 no experiences. There, there were stories each time. I know you had stories. There were so. stories. They yeah, were ready, they were, but uh, and then they were in the can. We'll save them they for were the, the next can. baby. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's no more babies. <laughs> you doing the snip? There is uh, something needs has to happen. Yeah, you need to cut it. Yeah, got to cut it out. I think if, if I had a, a child, I'd just cut off all of it. Really? Yeah. Well, just go full eunuch. That's kind works, of incredible. Man. Do you that's, become wise? That's the only safe way. Do you become wise and do you get ma- magical powers? I'm trying <laughs> to balance out the lack of sex and not being able to pee right it's kind of with a, magical powers. It's, I think yes, it, yeah. you 100% you get magical just, powers. Yeah, you can Thank fly you. or be invisible, but not both. My breakfast and bed apology is very basketball related. I think in the preseason we were telling the Western Conference teams, you know, it's going to be quite the playoff race. You're going to need to win 48, 49 games maybe to get in for that eight seed. Wrong. Yeah. Uh, we didn't foresee teams like the Thunder being completely unable to beat teams from certain conferences, well, et cetera. Just everyone. I mean, like the Wolves, Timberwolves look good. Then they look bad. The Grizzlies look like they were hot. They're not going to be hot. <laughs> it's all bunched together. <laughs> They're not going to be hot. <laughs> no, no. But I think, the, I think the Thunder, out of all those teams that are kind of struggling, they've lost the most games by eight or fewer points. You know, yeah, All of them. All of them are Every are time they're in a close game. And then they when they lose. win, they're blowing teams out. So they're the only sub-500 team with a, like a positive uh, Yeah, they've got very good game uh, score net rating. Net rating. So, yeah, they, they I think they're going to figure it out. They just have, like, some of that, like, early on chemistry stuff that they've got to, you know, work the kinks on. I mean, the t- like, the, Tim- the Timberwolves and the Pelicans still have a negative net rating. Hey, remember two weeks ago when we thought the Clippers were incredible? Oh, the Clippers. <laughs> no, no, Clippers. That's Clippers. Come on, not, man. Not L's. I'm trying to get it right. <laughs> not Come not on, man. Only- when Danilo comes back, they'll be good. Yeah, that's all Here comes the rooster, y'all. The I also cluck, cluck. need to be saying the Grizzlies. Yeah, it's got it. They got five L's in there, too. But the, the, I guess the good part is there's a thriving middle class mm-hmm. in the NBA. Yeah. So opposite of, like, the right-wing dream. But we like, have a... Uh, Everyone's in the middle class. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun, even switching over to the Eastern Conference. But much like uh, our modern economic system, the wealth is accumulated at the top severely. It isn't as much as we thought. Uh, the, war, the Warriors are goofing a little. The Warriors are. I just thought that, but we, we thought there was going to be like seven fifty plus yeah, we teams. Did. We did, and then so many teams in the bottom, and it, it hasn't been that stratified. They're mm-hmm. all, all clumped up, and uh, maybe forty one wins gets you in. Uh, Blazers, Pelicans, Thunder, Grizzlies, Timberwolves, Nuggets, whoever else. But and, and it's weird because the Eastern Conference is looking. You might have to win like forty five to get it, because everybody's you know there's kind of this log jam seven and nine, eight and eight, ten and eight. It's great. Like it's kind. It's kind of be great for for the playoff race. It's hard it for the pickle pickem to uh, to pick those those games. I'm getting killed out there. It's impossible. I, I have had one winning pick. Other night. other than the top three, do you guys feel like the East is better than the West? The East has a better record against yeah. the West. Like they're winning all their games. Are we talking top three? Raptors, Celtics, and Pistons. No, I'm saying like Houston <laughs> Warriors, Spurs. Of, we still yeah. believe to be you know. Elite but even teams. even then, no, I, the, the Eastern Conference has a winning record against the West, yeah, which is not what we we didn't think it would be at all. And yeah, they're they're looking good. The Bucks, the Magic, the Pacers all play. You know, they play good basketball. I mean, I um, feel like I feel like the Raptors, Pistons, Cavs, Wizards, Knicks, Sixers, Pacers, Bucks, Magic are all better than Portland. Um. It's I don't think the Magic are. No. But I, I agree with what you're saying. The sentiment. I yeah, say I know, I know the Bucks aren't that good, but I feel like that's Jason Kidd problem and that can yeah. be remedied. I think in a seven game series, I would probably only take the Sixers and the Pacers over the 
Blazers. Yeah, I, I would say I wouldn't trust the Blazers, Pelicans, Nuggets, Grizzlies that much more than I would trust you know the same teams in the right. East. Seems like the which average Eastern team, Eastern playoff team, is better. But then right. maybe not because good lord, Houston, Golden State, and San Antonio skew that so much. Right. But we had a talk yesterday about who is the worst team in the league. Do we know? Do we even know? Uh, are we saying the Mavs? I think still, we said Kings. I'm still saying the Bulls. Yeah, Bulls are bad. They're all bad. But those four teams, yeah, it's gonna Bulls be are good. so bad. I forget they exist sometimes. That's helpful. Yeah. The like, Mavs, who is the Bulls' like, second best player? Robin Lopez. Get way up. Wait, who's who's better than Robin Lopez on the Bulls? Lowry, the finisher man. Yeah. Yeah. Finisher. I love McCarnan. I do kind. I do going up like. on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> you got any uh, apologies, John? Well. I probably slandered the Cavs a little much. Yeah, not as of me. late, because I really thought that LeBron wouldn't be able to carry this team, like to still be like elite and scary. But I watched their last three games, and when they turn it on, they are elite and scary. It's funny; they're, they're like better when someone like Calderon runs the point as opposed to Rose. Like Rose sinks them horribly. I was watching the other day, and I was like, "Man, Kevin Love is." Scary. Skinny, <laughs> and it was Calderon. I didn't even know Calderon had been playing yet. Yeah. Like, I, was, I was really thrown off. They look really the similar. Yeah, like Calderon looks a little bit jacked up, yeah. and Kevin Love's all skinny, and it's like yeah. they look they look much closer than like I remember. Six inches. In Corver in the fourth break. quarter right now is completely terrifying. He's shooting as well. ridiculous. Uh, he's shooting his best uh, true shooting percentage of his career, which That's is saying terrifying. something because he's been incredible his whole career. But I feel like yeah, I've, like maybe I was projecting a little much. I wanted the Cavs to not be. You know, one of the teams we're watching at the end of the year, but I st- they're still still terrifying. Mm-hmm. Those were our breakfast in bed apologies. Before we get to our steak and eggs best thing, I believe we have a couple of croissant questionnaire croissant. from our Patreon supporters, those people who have gone to patreon.com slash fast break breakfast and pledged to financially support our program. One of the benefits is... You get to contribute questions that we will answer on the show. I believe we have a couple of questions right now. First, Monte World Peace asks... Shut up, Matt. How many croissants have you eaten in the last year? Well, this is a tough one. You know, like uh, Google, when they do an interview for, you know, to hire somebody, they give them this impossible question where, like, you really can't know the answer. Like, they'll ask you, how much concrete was used to build the Empire State Building? And that's a thing. Yeah, that's basically it's how I didn't they know that was a thing. Yeah, they they give you these questions that really just test your. I don't uh, even know what the pronoun on that tons you like. You're supposed to say like a. a I think it's reams, reams of concrete. <laughs> mm-hmm. So basically, it gives you this. You know how many you know how many pounds of you know water are there in the world or something. You got it's just estimated guesses and how you get to that estimated guess. Pounds and it's the same water. I don't know gallons. I don't know who cares. Um, but but this is where I'm at with this because I don't know how many croissants I eat. It's an it's an impossible oh. number. In the past year, I mean, in the past so year, for you in the past year. Oh my goodness! Is it more than three hundred sixty-five? I mean, do you average less more than, than a that. croissant a day? But when I go to Burger King and get my croissant, which oh, I and get is that two, two, at two croissant, which is two at a time, because it's oh. all that's on my. That's I didn't my, think about it. I thought you were giving him some business there, Keith. It could be three hundred sixty-five. I mean, because there are days I'll, I'll is, go. Is I got a question? Okay, is a croissant which. A single croissant cut in it half? Is. It is. Or it's, it's, not a, it's not a croissant on top, croissant on no, bottom? No, no, no. I wish Sliced that it was. That's actually gonna, would be... I when you cut a croissant, now. it's not like a, uh, a hydra that no, just no, no, forms no. new? No. Okay. It's uh, Yeah, it's, it's you know, a piece of... It's a bread. It's bread. I was going to say I've had two, mm-hmm. maybe three. I was going to say zero, but then, like, <laughs> I remembered going, like, to my parents' house and, like, being bored and going to the... Grocery store and buying like a six pack and eating them all. Ooh, butter croissants from like Kroger, fresh from the bakery. <laughs> These weren't fresh. No. This was sad. So, we eating. I'm sorry, so John. John's at about six. six. I'm at about maybe two to three. I'm going, and you're you at about low th- ball three fifty. Low ball's got to be a hundred a year. <laughs> wow, low ball. Big ups, Burger King app. I mean, I go to, I get Burger King. Bre- I mean, if I get Burger King breakfast once a week, that's and that's good. my go to Burger King breakfast. It's the croissant, which two uh, at a time. It's all coming back now. I've had a couple chocolate croissants, mm. which, Keith, if you haven't tried the chocolate croissant. Well, I've had a chocolate pastry. Does that count? No. no. Okay. Absolutely not. What's our... We, we got another question, John? Here we go. Justin Barrett asks, if you could pull a switcheroo with any Morris brother, which one would you take? Well, they're both the same. 
and they switch jerseys when they feel like it. Whoever needs more points that day for their fantasy league. Their twins only fantasy league with Brolo and Lo and Roblo. And Roblo? <laughs> Roblo. Yeah. I think it's an interesting question because they're they're in very different situations. Got one on the Wizards. Yeah. And got one on the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Those are two vastly different teams. Yeah. They both play significant. They're both chuckers on that team. Mm-hmm. Inefficient players. So, for really, you're asking yourself, would you rather be on the Wizards or the Celtics? Keith, what say you? I would rather be. I know they technically share. I'm going to ignore your question, John. I'm going to. <laughs> I know. I know they technically share their income. I mm-hmm. believe they have a combined banking account. That's incredible. That's but terrifying. I would still choose Markeith, who makes more money. And he. Had- I think that because I think they're, they're so similar. Marcus is in a better situation playing wise right now because the Celtics are better than the Wizards. So mm-hmm. maybe that's good. So I guess actually, if they actually truly do share that bank account, maybe I'll take Marcus. So I'm just uh, spending Marquise's money. But- I just, I just want to uh, kind of chart the the, the I twins as you know their talent levels go because when it came when they started, uh, Marquise was better than Marcus. It's very confusing to follow. Right, and then for a while, Marcus was better than Marquise when we had our conspiracy where they changed. Uh, when they both left the Suns? When they were on the Suns, I think it's one of those things where there's two twins in the womb mm-hmm. and one is stepping on the other's umbilical cord, oh, so yeah. he's getting all the nutrients. Okay. I just think the Suns were feeding Markeith more. Yeah, so he's getting more more nutrients. Uh, John just passed out. I just don't know. <laughs> John, John just John passed out. <laughs> crossed his eyes. Well, I have both of them on my iShop team. Mm. So <laughs> I, can get, I can get analytical on this, guys. Okay. Markeith, 17.72 iShot points a game. I that's shop, a game. iShot so fantasy. That's, that's bad. Our, that's neg- 10 more than his brother. That's oh, our negative wow. points fantasy league. for That's those some of those. serious oh, no. chuckery, y'all. On Fantrax.com. Speaking of, you guys ready for that? Uh, for our iShot rankings? Oh, oh sure. Might as well, Ishvorp? Might as, well, might as well do our Ishvorp now. Credit to Matt Sullivan. So we have a wonderful uh, supporter, Matt Sullivan, who went uh, meticulously through all of the stats in our negative points fantasy league, our iShop fantasy league. And gave us uh, a an advanced metric for crappiness. He sent me an email <laughs> on how it was made, and it is like fourteen paragraphs that I'm never going to read. <laughs> it, this is this is like value over replacement player, but just negative. But for the negative fantasy, league. so if King you, Midas in reverse, right? Yeah, you're gonna love this so much, guys. All right, okay. coming in at number ten with one point two seven Ishvorp, Dante Cunningham. God, oh. he sucks. He's real bad. He's not. Yet. He's having to play a lot now, and he's terrible. One point three two, maybe to my eyes, the eye test, the most eye shot player in the league. Okay, Evan Turner. Oh yeah. Although he's losing playing time sh- to Shabazz Napier, so that's gonna hurt his uh, his Ishvorp. Shabazz mm-hmm. seems better. Oh well, yeah. In your face, Evan Turner. <laughs> <laughs> G- GM LeBron is very proud right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one pains me, but. Thanks, LeBron. We have a Grizzly. Who do you think it is, Keith? Uh, I'm going to say it's my boy. If he qualifies on minutes played, my boy Ben McLemore, who's on my team. I got him. I got this because he's on oh, my nope. team. It's Dilly 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 Brooks. Oh, Dilly Dilly Brooks. Dilly Dilly Brooks. I think Macklemore's coming, though, Keith. Macklemore's coming. That's a savvy pickup. He yeah. threw, man, Macklemore's first game with the Grizzlies. He Dang. was the first guard in NBA history to have no stats but three three turnovers and three fouls. That's kind of great. Uh, he, he put up 38 ice shot points in 10 minutes. He didn't take that, a shot. He wants that club trillion. It was yes. incredible. 1.36. This is the beginning of a trend. It's a heat man. Tyler Johnson. That's correct. Yeah. Good yeah. Lord. If we keep Game of Scones just to heat, Chuck will be unstoppable. <laughs> and just, yeah, negative players. Then we have uh, Doc Rivers' kid. Oh, yeah, Austin. What's his In name? the top five, we've got Wesley Matthews. My boy, oh. who, who had an incredibly good game, and I accidentally left him on my bench. Uh, I, that's how on fire my team is. When you say good game or bad game? I'm Incredibly saying bad. he hit all of his shots. Incredibly he had a good real-life game. Right. He put up negative 29 points in the negative fantasy Woo. league, but I had him on my bench, thankfully. You're in the zone. My team is incredible. I enjoy saying this. Dan- Danilo Gallinari's injury has devastated my team. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in fourth is Stanley. Just terrible. <laughs> Not secretly good. Plainly terrible, Johnson. I will say Pistons fans argue vehemently that he's secretly good. I know. So I like that. They're, they're, they, are, they, they argue for him like I argue for Tony Allen, so I have to trust them just a little bit. He's, my, he's the uh, Justice Winslow of the Pistons. No, he doesn't play enough minutes to qualify, so no. Oh, man. That's um, the, well, here's a guy who is secretly good. 
but is an amazing eye shot player. Marcus Smart. Oh, yeah. Marcus Smart. He's secretly good. He is. Is he? Is he sub Lonzo Ball shooting or? I believe so, but like close. Even like the Celtics offensive rating, st- offensive rating is still better when he's on the. Oh court. yeah, it's yeah. way it's way good when he's on. The he's court. like he's like Tony Allen. If somehow he was worse at making layups. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. He's Tony Allen, but just in green light. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or like, please just shoot threes. Whatever. It's I shot weird. mascot J.R. Smith coming in second. Ooh. And then. Oh no. Going back to Miami. Josh, Josh Richardson, Richardson. with one point nine three Ishvorp. That is a massive lead over even second place J.R. Smith. Richardson. There you have it. Our top ten Ishvorp. It's all pretty my good. boys. Getting well, getting back to the croissant questionnaire. I, I'm going to go back to Justin Barrett because I just really like this question. Also, a top ten NBA rookie makes an average salary of four point five million dollars a year. Considering a 50% tax rate, that would roughly translate to a monthly deposit of $187,500. In all honesty, how would you deal with that insane amount of money? I'd open a food truck and waste it all. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> that I, got dark. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'd have any problems spending it. I feel like I... Keith, what about, you know, those giant ball, ball pits? Just fill it with some sweet tarts? Skittles. Taste the rainbow. I know people are like, you know, if I had that money, man, I'd make it last. But you wouldn't. You would, you know, if if you made a hundred, let's say you made eighteen hundred dollars a month, you know, and right. instead of one hundred and eighty thousand a month, right? You know, your rent would, you know, if you make eighteen hundred a month, your rent's probably like four or five hundred bucks, maybe. You know, okay. If you're making, you live in squalor. No, that's I'm I'm using numbers that could work. <laughs> yeah, but like now his rent is four or five grand. You right. know, he's he's paying for a you know half a million dollar to a million dollar home. You know, yeah. it's it's real easy to go. You know, instead of your car payment being n- nothing, uh, like me, you got a you know probably a seven eight hundred dollar Lexus car payment, or maybe a Maserati. I or, never drive a Lexus, but whatever. So yeah, you're looking at you're looking at here's it's the easy. thing. As soon as you get the money, I buy, buy one it. of those pricey Teslas. Would you? Yeah. Just to save money on gas. Well, just I kind of like them. Yeah, I get it. I would commission a I would commission a robot of Nikola Tesla mm. to walk around my house and invent things. It would just yeah. You guys are thinking small. 3D print Nikola Tesla. I would go to the moon. Oh, that's kind of rich people do that, right? It's a really good idea. I go I definitely go to space. I'm going to space. Step one. Uh step two, I'm not investing any of it. That's out of the question. <laughs> yeah, that's a stupid move. That's out of the question. How many cars do I need? You need seven a, cars? Well, first of all, you I need, need seven a, cars. You need a 12-car garage. I need a 12-car garage. And you're only going to have seven cars in it. I need a stripper pole in my bedroom. That's the other thing. There's got to be There's got to be a line item. I'm, I'm, I'm going to buy Exhibit's house off of MTV Cribs. Oh, yeah, dude. I think you have a lot of money left over. Probably. I'm going to get some real famous friends who don't like me. I will do a shout-out to, uh, to the All Fantasy Everything podcast. Uh, with you know by Ian, Ian Carmel, Carmel. they did dude. a thing. What would you do if you got a billion dollars? Mm-hmm. And I think the first pick was like, man, I'd buy a bunch of boats to go to the lake. I was like, oh, you know what? I, I was do? like, you could do that for like eighty grand. You know what I do? A couple hundred grand. I'd start hanging out with a talk show host's cousin and the singer from the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. What? If you're making a reference, I don't get it. I don't get this reference. It's deep. <laughs> Somebody will get it. Somebody will John get will it. will explain it after the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, those are some, some croissant questionnaires. If you want to submit your own questions. I'm getting the, a juicer. To the croissant. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm buying Keurigs, and I don't even care. Yeah. I don't care who they support politically. That's it. Sous vide machine I've always wanted. Mm-hmm. Perch at 10 of those. 10 of them. Christmas just, gifts for everybody but Keith. I will, I, man, I will go back to Netflix getting the disc in the mail. Oh, damn. Whoa. That's 17 bucks that a month. That is frivolity. Mm-hmm. I I won't even share an HBO Go password. Damn. I might pay for League Pass. Whoa. Say what? <laughs> yeah, I don't I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I don't buy it. Uh all right. So those are if you want to support that, you go to patreon.com slash fastbreak breakfast and submit your own questions. Also, if you're looking to clean up like Dave Yeager, or maybe you want to kind of not have a Nikola Miritich neck beard. You're so obsessed with Dave Yeager. Well, I am. <laughs> Scorned. <laughs> or if you want to fix up uh, Nikola Jokic's gross face, please shave Nikola. Oh my it goodness! It is horrifying looking. You look the little terrible. squirrely. Ugh. Ugh. The <laughs> facial hair is coming out or not straight. But anyway, if it's you for a good cause, if you want to look better than that, you can go to Harry's.com/slash/fastbreak. Get yourself a new razor. I believe John, you've been enjoying that razor, have you not? Most I've ever shaved in my life, and he looks great. It's the best razor. You go to harrys.com slash fast break and they'll send you something for free. And for the holiday season, they have limited edition sets. 
You can give the gift of handsome. Oh. Mm. Go to that special someone in your life. It could be a dad. It could be a boyfriend. Hey, some of y'all are not going to get help. Blog Talk thinks that our listenership is kind of old, so maybe your son just needs a shave. But anyway, if you want a great, unique Christmas gift, you can sign them up for a Harry's gift subscription with the German-engineered five-blade cartridges. I now know what to get Keith's son for Christmas. Thank you, Keith. Thank mm. you very much. So this holiday, give Harry's. Harry's.com slash fast break. All right. Steak and eggs. Best thing. What's the best thing you saw in the last week? No, man, there's so much good stuff. I really wish we would have podcasted uh, last month or last Tuesday instead of last Monday. Yep. Because last Monday, uh, Ines Cantor went in on LeBron, but it's uh, old news now. We can't talk about that we anymore. We can always talk about Ines the penis. Um, what I'm going to talk about this week, uh, it's my, my favorite thing. It has to do with uh, the, the world of the internet. And uh, the wonderful, uh, the wonderful ruses people play on folks. Are we going to World Star Hip Hop already? We're going to TMZ. Uh oh! And the monster that is the phenomenon of catfishing. Guess who has been recently embroiled? Uh, in Dirk Nowitzki in a nasty Not catfishing. Not again. Nope. Oh, good. <laughs> this time it's something you wouldn't even expect at all. At all, somebody named Ray Allen. <laughs> Jesus, Shuttlesworth got catfished? Yep. I kind of would expect that. So <laughs> not only was he catfished, he was catfished by a man and then extorted. Wait, so that, can you be catfished by a woman? Yeah. Oh, that happens to me on Tinder all the time. Oh, I, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Where you get a girl and she's like, yeah, I'm, I, that's how I look at my they photos. Do, do they do the, see, I've had friends, uh, shout out listener Jamie Holland, who once was catfished, where they, they, like, they catfish you to set up a date. Mm-hmm. And then you get on the date and you're like, oh, you're... Yeah. What? Like, oh, what man. did you expect would happen now? So, yeah, it's the incredible thing where a girl just takes pictures of her from the chest up and weird angles. Chuck, if they just take a picture of just their boob, mm-hmm. don't swipe on it. No, that's not what I do. But what I, I look for personality. Um, but uh, basically what you can do is, yeah, you can be catfished by a woman. I, I had a so, girl. So back to Ray Allen. So, yeah, Ray, Ray Allen, Allen. Whatever. He got catfished by a man who then uh, took the uh, nasty Twitter DMs, which, by the way, are. Incredible, like Tyler, <laughs> like Tiger Woods level. I mean, insanity, like <laughs> real graphic stuff. Oh. And uh, basically used it to extort uh, Ray Allen. They settled. Uh, he was paid. this Kevin Garnett? I wish because oh, he's still pretty. Incredible. They're pretty frosty. I bet it was. Guy, Glenn, I bet you anything it was Glenn Davis. The guy was named Bryant Coleman. Nice. So he's probably Bryant. Bryant Coleman. Oh, so he's probably Derek Coleman's cousin or something. Um, he probably pissed him off in the nineties. But yeah. He, he basically, he pretended to be a number of attractive women interested in Ray. A number of A them. number. He used multiple people sliding up in them DMs. This is the Moriarty of crime. Uh, Ray believed he was speaking to all these women and communicated with them, and then eventually set, shared some, quote, personal information, uh, which is basically, hey, I'm touching myself. You should, too. Oh, I thought maybe I was a Visa card. Oh, no. That's not what happened. So basically what was happening after that was uh, they settled. He was extorted. He was settled. And then this guy kept pushing him, tagging himself in uh, Ray Allen's restaurant, Ray Allen's wife's restaurant in Orlando. So it's good lord, seedy. It's tawdry. It's everything we love about the NBA. And uh, poor Ray Allen. I love the dude, but yeah, you can't be. You can't be. Just ignore the DMs, bro. They're just no good. They're not going to lead you anywhere good. You know. Do as Chuck says, not as he does. Exactly. Because uh, I slide if, in there if, like if, Pete if Rose. I, if I had one hundred eighty-seven thousand dollars direct deposit every month. Yeah, I would never check my DMs. <laughs> I have no interest. So like, well, I got other reasons. I'm good. No, I'm good. Your yeah. DMs don't matter. So I don't know how to follow that, but Joel Embiid blew my mind yet again. And I'm not even referring to his amazing 46-point performance. Also, there's a lot of things you could pick. I, he's been incredible. Did you see him swat Donovan Mitchell's shot? Yes. Stare him down? Yes. Goad him into the slightest of pushes? Flop and draw technical. Last week's I Shop winner, Donovan Mitchell. It was incredible. Don Don. Amazing. But then, and he even narrates it. You got to watch the uh, video. Uh, oh, the video is incredible. Him, him narrating that. Yeah. This is the quote. He said, quote, I blocked his shot and I said something to him. And then he just got up and kind of fake shoved me and I flopped. Then he got a technical for it. Like there's but no, but then also not in the quote after he performs all these things, he he waves to the crowd. I mean, like he, I did it. Like, like a, he just, yes, like, he just yes. Like, the like whole a, thing is beautiful. A wrestling heel. We are uh. we are we are. Uh, I have I have a friend named Eric who has 
who thinks that Joel Embiid has Muhammad Ali like potential? That's no, it's and I, I think it's true. <laughs> he has this way, I think, of like in you know making people feel emotion and being kind of a cocky jerk. Well, he's, he's like Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, like wrestling heel. You love to hate. Well, that entire sequence against Donovan Mitchell, you could not have scripted it better if they'd rehearsed it. Right, all all our wrestling. Right. Those wrestlers who rehearse—I mean, right. some of them. I don't think it's all. It's all. Right. But no, you're right. And he's always been incredible on Twitter. He has incredible comic timing. He's incredible callback. Like he's better than a lot of comedy writers. Where like he's hilarious. That was amazing. But the whole week of trash talk has been amazing. Like him going with Draymond—that's like the good and evil of trash talk, right mm-hmm. there. Enjoyable, fun trash talk, and then Draymond's brain donkey ass trash talk. I do feel. I feel sad for. Draymond, where he is very much the Batman trying to fight Superman, where like <laughs> Draymond has done as much as he possibly can do with his powers. Right. Like, yeah, he is six seven and not that athletic relatively in the NBA world. We we have found the kryptonite to, to mix my superhero uh metaphors. You're fine. Uh, we, do, like, yes, Draymond is an incredible, like defensive player of the year type guy. He cannot check a Porzingis no. or an Embiid. No. Like if you are if you are well over seven feet tall and can shoot within like from thirty feet away from the bucket, yeah, uh, not much anyone can do. So I, I did feel kind of sad for Draymond, completely outmatched against these guys. But here, here's the thing though: imagine if Embiid gets his troll game up from sixty nine percent. Here's the thing on that: we were talking about that uh, big forty seven point game. Um, it's kind of a weird number situation going on. He was, uh, he was four twenty sixty nine. Just um, he was he was fourteen of twenty from the field, and from the th- from the free throw line, he was uh, he was sixteen of nineteen. So in that line, there are three number ones, right? In the fourteen, in the sixteen, and the nineteen. The process. And they're three number one picks. If you divide by that, what are you left with? Four twenty sixty nine. I don't know if you I'm guys gonna know need, that. I'm gonna need like a I'm gonna need like a Bleacher Report animated video. It's back all connected. And to the left to spell that back out for me. And to I, don't, the left. I don't know if that made total sense. No, we'll have I an fo- animation. I, f- I followed your numerology. Oh. Right. So yeah, it's all gonna it's all gonna go great. I, I'm so glad that he's not hurt. I'm so glad, uh, uh, knock on wood, that he's been playing incredible. He's not really. He doesn't look like he's in shape. They when did. he runs up and down the court, he's kind of like oh, plodding. Yeah. yeah, you know. But when he has to play, it's kind of he's euro stepping around. He's ju- he's like Dikembe Mutombo in a swimming pool. He's he's incredible to watch. <laughs> Can't believe what you're seeing. He's got to be our favorite player on the podcast by by a mile. And uh, Come on. John is currently uh, John in the trust the podcast in the <laughs> trust the process shirt. He's the greatest. Yeah, he's the greatest. It's Keith, it's incredible. Best thing. Can you top Embiid and uh, Jesus Charlesworth getting catfished by? A dude, not not really. So I'll just I'll just offer up NBA official Rodney Mott on PC, Good Lord on on PCP is Good Lord. That's incredible. Man, man lost his mind. I thought it was entertaining. I was sad. I know no one wants to hear about uh, non iShop fantasy league, but right. I was starting Jokic in a fantasy league, and I wasn't sure if I should even play him because it's, it's a turnover league. Oh no! And I was like, I'm barely winning in steals and blocks and turnovers. So should I just pull him? And assume I'll hang on. Uh, but then Ronnie Mott took care of it by ejecting Nikola Jokic. In well, a, walk the listeners through this madness. It was a broad abuse of power by official Rodney Mott. The league has since rescinded the ejection as much as you can, saying he should not have been ejected. I mean... It's minority report precog. That's what I said on Twitter. Yeah, it looked like it was a precog where uh, Jokic apparently gets fouled on consecutive putbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Malone, whose team is losing to the Lakers. So a classic move. Malone's obviously doing like a Normandale. I'm going to get myself tossed. Or he wanted to go watch some golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he runs out onto the court, which like, oh, yeah, Malone's about to get tossed. Jokic, from all pers- angles I could see on video, says nothing. I, yeah. He says nothing. He walks up to him. Mott is like, tech on you, Malone, you're tossed. And then he's like, a tech on you, Jokic, you're, you're tossed. And Jokic waits like three seconds. And then just like, you can see, like you can, you can see the video too. Like it's really funny. And I uh, think that was the first time Keith's ever cursed on the podcast. I don't really curse. You I shouldn't. Only, you shouldn't bleep that out. I only curse. I only curse. Special moment when, qu- when I when I quote. And I don't know what Nikola Jokic sounds like, but I'm certain that that's what it sounded like. I am just like <laughs> I, like I watched I watched the video of his lips over and over and over, and that's what I that's what I assumed it sounded like. So that was pretty funny. Yes, Roddy looked like he was losing his mind. Yeah, I mean, I, I was like. Did Jokic like 
rip one on him? Did he just like fart on him? Like what? What happened? Yeah, I don't like. Again, he doesn't do anything. He like he 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 runs up next to him and just stands there. A ventriloquist? Like how? I'd, he 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 teed him up for nothing. I'd be scared, Rodney Mott, of uh, Nemanja and Strapanya coming after you. And Mott didn't <laughs> stop. Oh no! Yeah, they, they, like, they, it continued. He he kept doing some crazy things. Yeah. Uh, also, I think Jokic fouled out the last time Roddy Mott refed one of his games. Right, so maybe was, there was some carry over. I don't know. It was like watching that like Nathan Peterman five interception and a half game, but only it was an official just uh, losing I, his mind. Crossover to our football fans. That was incredible. I, I thought he was going to go like full Billy Blanks and last Boy Scout and just pull out a gun and start <laughs> icing people. All right. Mm-hmm. So those are our best things. The opposite of our steak and eggs is our cream of wheat worst of week. What's the worst thing you saw this Man, week? Man, there's too many vegans. I mean, vegans in the NBA. It doesn't. It, Is we, veganism right? Maybe it's right, Chuck. Maybe it's right. No. Maybe they're right. It's wrong. I don't feel great. As evidenced by. Uh, <laughs> I ate a lot of chicken today. As evidenced by a, a world, world famous vegan, uh, Morrissey. Been going oh. off his mind, showing that uh, animal protein is important for brain function. Some women are bigger than others. And Anthony Bourdain. Uh, it's going crazy. It's, it's obvious that uh, we need to get Kyrie. He needs some essential oils, some, you know, omega 3 fatty acids so his brain function can work. He can play basketball. He's an incredible basketball he player. He just had one of the best games I have ever he's, seen. He's out here talking about energies. He's out here talking about the earth being flat and all of his junky stuff. But he looks he he, he looks great in court. You know how Kyrie, you know how Kyrie doesn't know who his dad is and stuff? Eat a steak. Maybe his dad's Will Smith. Ooh. He could be that related would, to Jalen. That, that would explain him, a lot. Him and Jaden. Jaden. Sharon. Not Jalen. Uh, <laughs> or Jalen. It could be. That's fine. He's got some Scientology-ish going on. Yeah. Once you're awake. Keith, how about you? Uh, well, this is kind of... It's a worst. My best and worst could have been swapped easily. Either either way. Uh, CJ McCollum, who's having a great year. talking just, just murdered the Grizzlies. Uh, talking trash. He was so good. To Evan Fournier, who's also been having a good year. But oh. the Magic have come storming back to reality. Uh, you actually aren't that good. But anyway, uh, they were trash-talking. And CJ McCollum, and because we are a breakfast-themed podcast, mm-hmm. I haven't mentioned this, he called Evan Fortier. He said, you are sweet and soft like those crepes you eat. Crepes Which is incredible. actually kind of a lovely thing to say to a person. Well, and it's also not true. I love a savory crepe with some andouille sausage. I'm not, I'm not messing with CJ McCollum. No. That guy's a serious Twitter assassin. Oh, he's been oh, killing he's, people. He's, he's very good. He's been killing people. It's incredible. I'm going to kind of flip the script on you guys. What's that? Because I had some cream of wheat over the weekend. It was delicious. Uh, no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not prepared to go down this road. I don't know if it was because it was gourmet as all get out. So I'm going to do another best of the week. Oh, okay. All right. Did you guys see uh, Reggie Jackson and Stanley Johnson break Jimmy Butler's mind on the game <laughs> losing free throw attempt? <laughs> it's kind of nice. They, tr- they trolled him. Please, the rest of the league, take note. Start messing with people's free throw rhythms. Mm-hmm. Do this. There's nothing better than watching someone get just completely flabbergasted before a free and throw. Jimmy Butler's, Jimmy Butler's reaction was amazing. And he's kind of OCD. He's one of those guys that Very eats OCD. the same places every day and does the same routine. Ch- Chipotle shout out. Shout out, Chipotle. Uh, my wife has a new routine, and that's uh, watching the Timberwolves when Jimmy Butler's in the game. Really? She has She has done a few times, hey, who's that guy? Oh. And uh, it's coming a thing. Oh, really? So that's the lizard man. She's into the Wayans Brothers haircut that he's got. He pioneered in the NBA. He was the first Wayne's brother haircut. I've always said like exasperation is the emotion that reads best, mm-hmm. that is most enjoyable to watch. Think of uh, Chris Penn in Reservoir Dogs. Oh, R.I.P. <laughs> and uh, D- D- Jimmy Butler had some Chris Penn, nice guy Eddie level exasperation. So that's my my second steak and egg. Sorry to break up the format there, boys. <laughs> that was pretty good. good. Uh, all right, so let's move to the awards segment oh, oh. of the program, the international. Stackhouse of Pancakes Award awarded each week to the worst performance in a box score. I think I know. Well, the extra day of games. Oof. So having so we're working. Have, mercy. We're working to have eight nights. Mm. We have a lot of one for nine people who have been spared. Mm. Uh, there was some terrible shooting this week. I this think is, this one hails from Nurkistan. There is mm. a large list of <laughs> nominations. No, there a large list of honorable mentions. Scal Abissier, 0 for 8. Garrett, Thou Shalt Not Sully the Temple, 0 for 9. Alec Burks, 1 for 10 on consecutive games. That's a double 1 for Say 10. what? Markeith Morris, Josh Richardson, also 1 for 10. Kent Bazemore, Jimmy Butler, 2 for 13. Austin Rivers, Steph Curry, 3 for 14. Marcus Smart, 3 for 15. Justin Keith, Hall- you're going to poke an eye out with that thing. 
Keith is fully engorged. The this is too much eye shot. Lifting off the Justin Holiday, who in a single game changed my entire view of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Five for 20. Uh, stop shooting, Justin. None of these guys made it. No. Oh. Russell Westbrook, five for 22. You guys are all honorable the, mention. Those are winning numbers. This isn't This is an So once again, we came to the, I don't know, the how do we judge art moments of iShop. Is a five for 22 more beautiful than an 0 for 10? I don't know. No. So uh, this week we went with, uh, it's kind of the lower shooters, but the shooting percentages we take notice of. These are our three nominees presented as they occurred throughout the week. Chris Dunn in a loss to the Oof. Thunder, one for 11. Three but he had point... like five steals, though. No, he did not. Uh-oh. Three points, six boards, three assists, one steal, two fouls, three... No, two turnovers, three fouls. Mike James on my iShop team in a loss to the Rockets, one for 13, one for three from the foul line for three points. Oh. Yeah, it's bad. Six rebounds, three assists, one steal, one turnover, no fouls. Try playing defense. Yeah, just try. Dion Waiters. Uh, I was waiting on him. 0 for 10. Yuck. No points. Yuck. Two rebounds, one assist, two steals, one turnover, one personal foul. So Chris Dunn, one for 11, three points, six boards, three assists. Mike James, one for 13, three points. Dion Waiters, 0 for 10, 0 points. I think it's between James and Waiters. Wow. What do you guys say? This is an amazing week. Yusuf Nurkic had a horrendous game. Got swallowed whole by Marcus All. Didn't even make the list. Didn't even make the cutoff. Right. I I like Mike James. Mike James one for thirteen is real bad. Mike James. Uh, yeah. But here's the thing. No points. And nope. I love Dion. Waiters Island's my buddy. Oh for ten. No points is special. It's kind of in- incredible. And uh, I think that was the Pacer game. Yep. Yeah. And they lost by a bucket. So Pacers, ah! Pacers winners of four straight. Pacers uh, fun. <laughs> And that that's even they'd lost I think three in a row before that where they blew fourth quarter leads. Pacers are super fun. watch Miles Miles Turner awakening is coming. Watch kind of already happened. Watch Pacers it? games. I they mean, are so entertaining. Oladipo's kind of low key great. Oladipo's the fantasy stud. Yeah. Oladipo's line for his game I think on Monday night it was like twenty nine eight six and seven steals. Yeah. yeah. Insane. He when he gets a step on a guy he just rams it yeah. like he is he is dunking in the lane two hands on people all day long. So it, you got then. So I, so that's one for Mike James, one for Deion Wainers. I think Mike James with the extra one for three free throws. That's, yeah, that's insane. To combine with the one for 13 from the field. And the no fouls. Makes me win and the no fouls. Ugh. Makes me go, uh, I'm going to cast my lot with Mike James. Congratulations. You are this week's International Stack what a House success of story. Pancakes Man. Award winner. Mike James. All right. Getting his first eye shop trophy. What a success story. Coming up, Our fadeaway before we do a Grizzlies epilogue. What are we looking forward to in the coming week? I know you guys felt the change, change in the league. It's been a long, de- a long time coming, but David Lee has retired from the NBA. Thank God. He announced his retirement from the Yeah, NBA. he announced it. <laughs> John Burr, fun fact, uh, was kicked out of an arena for heckling David Lee's parents. That's incredible. Where Was, was it Memorial Gym? I'm just guessing. No, this was a Grizzlies game. <laughs> oh, it was a Grizzlies oh. <laughs> yeah. John is the king of heckling people unknowing. One time we went to a, a Predators game and he was heckling. Who are you heckling? Yermir Yager or something. Somebody who was play, who's been playing in, in Oh, NHL I will find out about your gambling debts. <laughs> I will heckle you in your native tongue. And everyone around him loves him for some reason. John, when he heckles, is just the... the you got to know the room. The bell of the ball. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It's, we're looking forward to a David Lee-less I NBA. love it. Good. One of my least favorite players ever. Keith, who you got? Oh, I'm looking forward to, I guess, this Eastern Conference. It's so exciting. Like, the Bucks are kind of bad, and we think they're supposed to be good. The Celtics may never lose again. The Pistons beating the Wolves was a big game for them. They're still hanging on, still winning games. I still don't understand it. Like, Luke Kennard's okay. Langston Galloway's playing well. Tolliver's playing well. John Lure hasn't even been playing. Mm. I don't. I don't. I don't understand that team. So I find myself where a lot of times I would, you know, watch from six to seven p.m. Central. Watch those Eastern Conference games, then switch over. Now I'm glued all night on the on the Eastern Conference. Again, the Pacers so much fun to watch. So just seeing how the Eastern Conference continues to shake out, and if anyone can beat the Celtics, the Mavs, you a uh, valiant effort, and despite it all, did not cover. Disappointing. Guys, 
what I'm thankful for in this Thanksgiving season, what I'll be curling up with my giant turkey baby in my stomach. I'm going to fry turkey this year, guys. I'm scared. He's going to die. I'm ready for that Friday, that post-Thanksgiving slate. Mm. It's good. 11 a.m. game. Are you kidding me? Oh. oh, are you kidding me? NBA players don't know how to do that. Day basketball is the best. It is kind of great. I oh, mean, that's my thing. By the way, you know Blazers, Nets. I'm coming for you. I was going to say, you know that this Clippers losing streak. It pretty much started when they scheduled a matinee back home, back to back. They had Saturday and Sunday games, both at like one thirty. You give me gambling tips right now? Well, I'm just saying, I wouldn't take the Clippers in afternoon the, uh, games. The Clippers, uh, their nine-game lose streak also coincides directly with Charles Barkley saying they were going to win the Western Conference Finals. Or going there. Are they going to rebound? I think... Here comes the rooster, man. They yeah. just need the rooster back. <laughs> they, need, they, 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 they need Pat Beverly and the rooster. Yeah, Pat Blake, Blake, can't play. Blake can't play without the rooster. No. Rooster's the straw that stirs the drink. That defense was looking the really, really good with, with Pat Beverly, and I don't know if they can do that uh, without him. So they need that defense to step up. Well, stay tuned for the Grizz epilogue, but that does it for this week. Yep. If you want to support our program, give a gift of a very fine razor set to someone you love. You can get a free trial or go and just place that order at harrys.com slash fast break. Support our show directly at patreon.com slash fast break breakfast. You can like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Fast Break Break. All right, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening. Remember, breakfast is the most important thing. All right, a brief Grizz epilogue. It's been a while. We normally podcast God. lame duck before they play. This is a good time where the day after the game, they are losing and losing and losing. Gonna lose the Mavs. It's so sad when we lose to the Blazers. Oh, I hate losing Kill the Blazers. What ha- what is happening? All of our Patreon supporters are Blazers fans. Mm-hmm. Kills us. The fast Blazer trail breakers. Oh, it's so painful. Fast I mean, this team looks so bad right now. I am in the weird uh, position of not getting real upset. Luckily, all the other West teams are losing too. So, like, we're not losing ground on any playoff race. The long term. Outlook for Mike Conley, that seems real poor. But, uh, like... Reek's banged up. Reek is banged up. I almost want to sit Tyreek Evans and not waste him, like, while Conley's hurt. That makes sense. Macklemore coming back looks so bad, but he had some glimpses uh, against the Blazers on Monday where I got kind of, like, optimistic. Like, okay, he can still hit a spot-up shot. He is so uh, brain-dead about everything else. Uh, on, on, awful. on a basketball court. Uh, uh, Marcus Hall is, it seems just from watching him plays, he seems frustrated. Always you know? frustrated. And he's almost, it's like he's a little disinterested at times, waiting for the, the bench to get them back into games. And then he's like not closing out at the end when he can. Man, Brandon Wright finally went down with his annual little oh, something. Coming. That was cool. But at let's, least let's uh, just walk, let's walk it back. Lost to the Blazers. Yeah. Destroyed by the Rockets. Bad. That's not a bad, they played well in that game. Close loss to the Pacers, but we let them score at will. It was terrifying. Oh, we gave up so many points in that game. Lost to the Bucks, who suck. The Bucks are terrible. Killed by the Rockets again. I don't. I don't get it. Don't. I don't get worried about the Rockets. They're much better than we are. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna keep going. We don't have keep, to, We don't have to play them anymore. Barely beat the Blazers, who we always beat, and I don't think the Blazers are very good. Lost was, to the Lost to the in, Lakers. That was in Portland, though. Lost to the Lakers, but. That was the last of so three Beat of the terrible Clippers. Three of lost, Mike, I mean, this is just if you look at our, it's, we lost the Magic. I mean, it's just Magic are close to five hundred. This is a sad epilogue. Well, I think the only positives you can look at, you know, don't panic, don't trade Marcus. I'm not, Hall. but I mean, Conley's out, and if he comes back healthy and good, we um, should be okay. I know, I know, he's not a huge thing, but Wayne Seldon being out, he's an all around guy that kind of fills, you know, Wayne Seldon's not playing. That's what I'm saying. He's out. Um, he's back. He's just not playing. Can't play the guy. The the positive thing we can take from this, guys. Chandler Parsons is good. Yes. Like, no caveats needed. He's he's like a, right. he's, he's a very good. Balling. He's the second best passer on our team after, after Like, good Mark. player. So, like, it's, it, it is kind of frustrating that Tyreek Evans is incredible. Chandler Parsons is good. And the Grizzlies are only 500. Right. Which we thought. That was not a formula we predicted. That's not a formula anyone predicted. Right. Especially after that 5-1 and one start, everybody, you know, we kind of got, you know, a little excited. 
And now, you know, injuries are playing and, and teams, you know, you're going on weird road road stretches where you're playing a bunch of games on the road in a row. To me, the biggest thing we need back is Captain Clutch. Like, we don't... The, real, the end of games are getting painful. We need yeah. the real Mike Conley. Yeah, yeah. he's got to come. Because he, he had he had three scoreless halves in his final three games. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah. like, he, like, he, like, he didn't score in the first half and of two wouldn't. straight games, and then he didn't score in the second half of that last game. That's just that's, that's but, brutal. But I think what we all just need, you know, take a step back and look. The, we did talk about how the West isn't as uh, dominant as we thought. There's kind of like a, a middle class and, you know. the Thriving the, middle class. The, the Grizzlies are in the lower middle class. You know, they're that bottom, you know, probably seven, eight seed. With, with room to move to the upper middle class. With, if they can make uh, some improvements and, you know, that chemistry with uh, Chancun coming back and, and looking like he looked in Dallas and Houston. You know they could they could have three players that could put up good point uh, numbers and you know maybe get a first round win the, where the, they eventually will lose in the playoffs. The bizarre thing is like with Conley going down. My gut reaction is, oh good, we can uh, we can develop those point guards we have. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's uh, it's just Chalmers. Mario right. Chalmers is driving me insane. I don't want to talk about this anymore. We're only three games ahead of the Kings. Oh, this is making me nervous, John. Our our list. our bet that we did not put anything on looked like I was going to run away with it. John bet me the Kings would win within five games of the Grizzlies. I was taunting him again, even though we hadn't settled on anything to bet. Now it's back on the board. Uh, Vegas is, is reaccepting. I don't want to win. Not good. All right. Grizzlies, you need to turn it around. Mike Conley, please get better. Uh, Deontay Davis, be good. He looked okay against no, the Blazers. He didn't terrible. Deontay Davis. I said it, <laughs> said it last night. Watch it. He looks like the ugly girl from a Spike Lee joint. It's mm, painful. It's very true. That hair is gross. Chris Copeland-esque. Mm. These guys in their hair. Vince Carter should have taught him better. All right. You, thanks for listening. Uh, check out uh, whatever you need to check out to help our podcast. <laughs> Arrive safely. Arrive safely. <laughs> yeah, never apologize for being G&G. Bad break, break, man. You understand? <laughs>